Welcome to the podcast of All Nations International Fellowship, and I'm your host, Pastor Joseph Castillo. And I trust that the living Word of God will change you from the inside out. After you listen, please share on your social media. Visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. Yes, uh, love is to help people and to some, you know, we, we call them heroes in, you know, in history. And we have them in our own history. You also have them in your country's history. People that gave their life, ultimately gave their life. They're heroes, right? They gave their life for their country. But here we have God giving the life of Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. You know, to allow him to become public shame and beaten and bruised and humiliated, spat upon. <coughs> Turning his face away. He said, why? Father, father, why have you forsaken me? You know, ultimately, he's given the life of his son for not his friends, for his enemies. Amen. And that Jesus, having such deep love, he says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Amen. He's not saying that religiously. No, no, no. I mean, for many years I read that scripture until I had a, had a deep revelation of God's forgiveness. You know, from some personal experiences. And then I understood what he meant. He cared about those people that were crucifying him. He, he cared for them. He loved them. That's why he said, Father, don't count this as one of their sins. Because they don't know what they're doing. They're doing it in, in ignorance. That was love. Amen. So, as God loved the world, so we should love one another. Okay, we, we take, that, take that another step here. Amen. God loved us. We should love one another. By this will all men know that you are my disciples. How? When you speak in tongues or when you have uh, take up good offerings, you know, or when you work miracles. No, he said, love one another. That's how they will know that you're Christians. That's the sign of a Christian. Ultimately, it's love. And, you know, even if you look at the Old Testament, you know, there are two commandments that he says all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Oh, that would make a good sermon right there, you know, if you, if you break it down to these four elements, your heart, your spirit, your spirit man should love God. Then, then your, your uh, mind, you know, you should love God with your reason, with your mind. And then your soul, your emotions should be given to God. And uh, I know as, as human beings, this is not easy. But all of us, 100%, we should be given to God. And then your strength, your body, your physical desire or, or whatever has to be ultimately committed to God. You shall love the Lord your God with all of you. 
Amen. All of it belongs to him. And then the second one is you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That means you should love yourself because there are people who don't love themselves for various reasons. They, were, they suffered abuse or their parents were not good to them. You know, I, I, that, that's why I really appreciate the, the, uh, you know, the retreat will be great. And I appreciate Daniel's Black, Daniel Black's ministry because that is, I mean, it, it, people are called for different you know, different reasons or different, different ministries different with diff- deal with different things, right? You know, the Singaporean team, that was so wonderful, you know, the, the inner healing, you know, that was so good. And some focus more on, you know, the power, the miracles, the tongues, you know. And others, uh, like Daniel Black, talk about the love of God. And, you know, he, and I believe that is his ultimate, you know, calling to... to Remind people of God's love. Because, I mean, it's so simple, yet it's so profound. Because as as Christians, often we don't quite um, grasp that, you know. I mean, we make a mistake, we do something wrong, and then we think God, okay, we want to stay away from church. We don't want to meet Christian people. You know, there are some people like that. They just backslid because they... They have things in their life they're struggling with. Well, that's the best time to be in church. You've got to be in church at all times. Amen. And remember, God ultimately loves you. God loves you no matter what. And we should accept that love. But the reason people don't want to accept God's love uh, is because they see God as they see their earthly father or their earthly parents. If, if their parents' love was performance-based, okay, only if you do well, I love you. If you do bad things, I don't love you. Or, you know, the, the way they act toward them. You, you understand that. And I think many of us have, have been in that c- condition, that position. That's, that's why we have a bit of a skewed or, or twisted understanding of God's love. Because we see God as we see our earthly father. Okay? And if our earthly father was absent, didn't spend time with us, or if they just uh, showed us love when we, you know, behaved well. You know, children, children don't behave well many times, you know. So, and even... When we're disciplined, we should be shown love. Amen. And I try to, you know, I, I, I have that struggle myself with my son. You know, how, how do I, you know, correct him, discipline him, and yet show him love. Amen. But that's why I appreciate Brother, uh, Brother Daniel's ministry, you know, reminding people of the love of God. And, you know, I, I, I really felt this is, this is the message for today, you know, because it's, it's just so important. You know, I love, I love the, the miracles and the tongues and all these, you know. And, uh, so many times I say, you know, I can't tell you the best thing Jesus said, but I'll tell you the last thing he said. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You know, and I love preaching on the Holy Ghost. But ultimately, you know, this is what it's all about. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants us to, to reveal his love to humanity. And if they don't see 
Christ in us, if they don't see his love working through us, they won't see it anywhere else. Amen. Because the only one who is capable of giving true love is God. Amen. Jesus said, love your enemies. You know, love those that despise you and hate you and use you. Wow, is that possible? No, it's impossible for humans to do. Amen. But it's, it's possible for God. That is why we need to be connected to God. You know, just like Jesus said, you know, gave the parable of the, the allegory of the vine. I'm the vine, you're the branches. You know, the only way we produce fruit, the only way we have life and produce you know, produce fruit is through being connected. That's, that's what it takes. We cannot do it alone. We cannot do it on our own. Hallelujah. So that's all he wants. He wants us to be connected with him. Follow him. He said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You know, we do the following. He does the making. Amen. Christianity is... Who we are. Witnessing is who we are. Not what we do. Amen. It's about being. And of course being is reflected in our actions. It's reflected in what we do. Hallelujah. Amen. In. Well the Greek sisters are not here. So I, 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 can, I can take my liberty you know. But. Uh, <laughs> In the New Testament, of course, New Testament was written, written in Koine Greek or Kine. Well, they will correct me if they're here. But uh, uh, there are four words for love. Four words for love. There's uh, eros, which is the romantic love between a man and woman. A love that, um, you know, brings forth uh, reproduction and, you know. This sort of love, you know, the, uh, that, that, that's one word. Then another word is uh, storge or storgi, which is family love. You know, like you, you may not like your relatives, but you're supposed to love them, right? Because they're family. Because they're family, you know. It's like family love, kinship, kinship love. Amen. Um, and then uh, there's Philos, or phileo, that's, that's uh, you know, Philadelphia, brotherly love. Philos and Adelphos, you know, that's loving things, you know, uh, or people, phileo. And then there's agape, that's God's love, okay? And that's the only love that can ultimately love your enemy, love, you know, people that use you or despise you, you know? <coughs> Because Jesus said anyone loves those that love them, right? I mean, that's, it's natural. Of course, there, there are some scumbags and some dogs out there that, you know, you do well to them and they would stab you or hurt you or um, use you, you know. I mean, but usually it's human nature to respond well to, to human love, right? So that's, that, but that's not God's love. Jesus said, you know, they do that too. But what makes us different? What makes us different? Okay. 
We should love those that use us, that despise us, that hate us. That's agape. That's God's love. And only God's love can do that through you. Amen. So, um, this, I mean, it's just so important. It's just the essence, the essence of Christianity. Because many people say they're Christians. And they can be really good Christians in church. You know, put on their nice clothes and shoes and, you know, their perfume. And, you know, they, they make themselves really presentable. Amen. But when they go, go home, they act, they're mean to their, to their family, to their wife, to their children. When they go to work, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're meaner than a junkyard dog. <laughs> Amen. I mean, you know, there are such people, plenty of them, amen, that can be Christians in church, but in other situations, no. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like the illustration of um, the, the shaving cream and the toothpaste. You know, this morning I used both. And, you know, we usually know, okay, if this is toothpaste, you know, there's a label and it says toothpaste. But is, is it possible for, for something to have, okay, you have toothpaste label, but then inside is shaving cream. Is that possible? Of course, it is possible. How do you know what, what you have inside? You know, you have to... Do some squeezing. Have to pressure it, right? Put pressure on it. Amen. And and yes, uh, we we have that. I mean, we use use the bottles or whatever, and then we put something else in them, right? And then the label doesn't match the content. But that's what happens to a lot of Christians, right? I mean, the label is okay. I'm a Christian. I'm a, I'm righteous. I'm good. You know, kind and all that. They're all they have all these labels, but when you see them under pressure, you see everything comes come out but love. Amen. That's how it's tested. Hallelujah. They they they're under pressure. They're being squeezed, and how they react to that shows. Really, what the inside content is. Amen. You understand? Praise God. Let me read a few more scriptures. Praise God. Amen. Romans chapter 13. Okay, Romans 13. And. Uh, Maybe we can start with verse 7 there. Romans 13 and 7. Okay. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. You know, honor, uh, Romans 13 talks about obeying the authorities. Right? And, and of course, Paul knows these are, you know, some of the Roman authorities were really mean and cruel people. Including the emperors. You know. They were not, you know, most of them at that time were, were not good examples of leaders. They were mean, they were cruel, they were, 
you know, they they molested women and children and, you know, I mean, you've read some of the history, you know, the story. So, but he, he's talking, he's not talking about a good, godly government, really. He's talking about the Romans. But he says, render to all tribute or custom or fear, honor. And then he says, we continue, verse 8. Oh, no man anything <coughs> but to love one another. Oh, yes, we have a debt to pay to all people, and that's love. We're always indebted to show love and to share the gospel. Amen. Oh, no man anything save love. To love one another. For he that loves another has fulfilled the law. That's the fulfillment of the law. For this... Thou shalt not commit adultery. Verse 9. You shall not kill. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it's briefly comprehended in this saying. Namely, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. This summarizes all the commandments. All the Ten Commandments are summarized in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love works no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Verse 10, then verse 11, and that knowing, um, knowing the time that now it's high time to awake out of sleep, for now it's our salvation year that we believed. Amen. So, love, I mean, ultimately love, that's, that's what he says. Love fulfills the law. Amen. All these commandments said, they're fulfilled in this one. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Then Colossians chapter 3. We start with verse 12. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on what? Charity. Agape. Love. Which is the bond of perfectness. Amen. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which also you are called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonition. <coughs> admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Amen. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and Father by Him. Amen. Ultimately, love is the bond of perfection. Amen. Then... Uh, we, we can, I mean, we can go on and on. First John. First John chapter 3. All that chapter talks about the love of God. Amen. But I'll start with 17. Whosoever hath this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shuts his bowels of compassion from him, how dwells the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Yes. 
we do speak in tongues. Yeah? Amen? But he says, we don't just love in tongue. We, we love in deed and in truth. Hallelujah. Amen. So, and he also says later, how, you know, how can you say you love God who you have not seen, but not love your brother whom you have seen? Amen. We can, we can just read that. You can read that later. Amen. First John chapter 4. So beautiful. Hallelujah. And of course, ultimately, first, uh, first Corinthians chapter 13. Such a beautiful uh, passage of scripture. Amen. Let's go. That's, that's my son. But his friends are not here. So, Amen. 1 Corinthians 13. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have no charity, no love, I'm become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith that I could remove mountains, have no charity, I'm nothing. Okay, you can do a lot of miracles. And and in the last days, uh, Jesus said, people will come at, you know, at the judgment and say, did we not do all these things in your name? Did we not cast out devils and heal the sick and, you know, do all these things? We had to stop the recording at that point, but you might be listening right now and you say, Pastor Joey, I wanted to pray that prayer if I was there. I would have prayed with you. I'd like to pray right now, as a matter of fact. I'd like to give my life to Jesus Christ. I would like to have God in my life, and I'd like to know Jesus as my Savior and my Lord and surrender my life to Him. You know, repentance means to turn away from your way of doing things and to turn to God's way. We've done things our own way, like they used to say in Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, when I did the 12 steps, they said, your best decisions and your best ways of thinking and your best ways to handle life have gotten you to this situation. And now it's time to trust a higher power. Well, there is no higher power than the God of all the earth. His name is Jehovah. And he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And through him, you can turn from your way of doing things to his way and his way is the right way because he made you and he made you for a purpose and he knows exactly what you need to pull out your potential to forgive you of your sins deliver you from the things that keep you away from God in a sin and death cycle and if you'd open up your heart to him right now together with me God can begin a new work in your life. So just pray with me wherever you're at, whether you're driving your car, whether you're at home, uh, wherever you are, just, just pray with me and repeat after me. Say, Father, I come to you now in the name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. I believe that your son died for my sins. 
and on the third day, he was raised from the dead. From this day forward, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You prayed that prayer. I'd like you to contact me, and we can send you some more resources and materials that can help you start this new life, because this is the first day of the rest of your life. Email me at joe at nationsabroad.com or email the church at nfcontact at gmail.com. And we'd love to speak with you and just correspond with you and put you on the right path. Maybe help you find some local churches there online or something. Or maybe we know some pastors there that could follow up with you and help teach you the Word of God. Thank you for listening. And feel free to download the other podcasts and just feed on the Word of God.